I actually, I, 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 I have always liked this episode because it's so batshit. You know, I can't wait to discuss it at length. A really, really short length. Oh, no. You're traveling through another dimension, a dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop, Dark Territory. Ordering in Wonderland, the Twilight Zone Review. and nurses are not the same thing as parental care. It's been a year since the mother died. And little Anne has become more secretive and hostile every day. She's unhappy and she's insecure. Well, you're right about Anne, Nedra. But Tom and Karen are happy enough. Oh, nonsense. They're only covering up. They're sad, unhappy children. They have no base. They have no anchor. They have no direction. They're like little flotsam and jets. Nedra, it takes time. Anne needs more time. So do I. You had time. That's ridiculous. Anne's problem is a kind of sickness. <clears throat> it is getting worse and worse. And without guidance, she isn't going to be any better two weeks from now or a month from now. Nedra. Told him. And I see no reason why I shouldn't tell you. I'm not at all pleased with the way things have gone in this house since your poor mother died. Not at all pleased. Not at all pleased. I'll be in touch with you. George, you can be sure I won't lose touch. I'm sure of that, Nedra. Now, goodbye for now, then. Goodbye, Anne, dear. Oh, you poor, poor little dears. Poor, unhappy little dears. Proof of the way I'm bringing you up. She says I'm too busy. Perhaps I am. She says that your sitters and nurses have been uh, uh, too mean or too nice or too young or too old. She says that you're unhappy. Are you unhappy? Oh, yes, Well, love you don't need. Poppins. What do you do? Advertise? Wanted. Some kind, gentle soul who will care. Dad? Hmm? Listen to this. I sing the body electric. What does that mean? Sing the body electric is the motto of facsimile limited. I sing the body electric. Let me see that, Tom. Inventors and makers of electrical shadows, effigies, mimics, mannequins, fettuccine. To parents who worry about inadequate nurses in schools, who are concerned with the moral and social development of their children, we have perfected an electronic data processing system. 
an electric... Well, what does that mean, Daddy? An electronic data processing system in the shape of an elderly woman built... A woman? Yeah, sort of a robot. Sex doll. A woman built with precision, with the incredible ability of giving loving supervision to your family. They make a fairly convincing pitch here. It doesn't seem possible, though, to find a woman who must be ten times better than mother in order to seem half as good. Except, of course, in the Twilight Zone. Welcome to LIW Twilight Zone Review, episode 114. Today's uh, Sing the Body Electric. I always sing that. Episode 335. I'm Phoenix Fuck This Episode West. I am Frank Love This Episode Links. Welcome to the show. Oh, this is going to be a fun one already, I can tell. Ying and yang, let's do it. I do want to start off by uh, saying that her name is Nedra, not Negra. He wasn't being severely racist to the old lady. Oh, and that's not the most insane name that this episode pushes out of it yet. <laughs> Other than Grandma Robot? <laughs> I will, I, I labeled her the T-1000 Grandma. <laughs> her name in IMDb credits is literally Grandma Robot. Rubit. Grimmer Rubit. Grimmer Rubit. The T-1000 Grimmer Rubit. Robotma? That should have been it. Good guy. Grimbut. Grimbut. So, uh, again, we mentioned this in the last episode. I I mentioned that David White in this episode, uh, Larry Tate, uh, is only 46, but he looks like he's in his 70s. And I was like, did he have these fucking kids when he was 60? And is are two of them adopted, or one of them his, or both his, and one adopted? Because one's blonde, one's brown, the other one is like one's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> None of them look like their siblings. No, other. they they just casted whoever was in the lobby. You, you, and you get in here. Your kids talk like robots, even though you're not. And then, you know, the story itself is insane. <laughs> I want to say there's not much story. You're talking about there's a point there. There's a plethora of uh, of uh, there, there's nothing. Yeah, there is I, no fucking story in this episode. I need someone on. to watch my kids. Here's a robot. OK, here's a robot. The end. So, well, I sing the bioelectric. I sing the bioelectric. I sing the bioelectric. <laughs> yeah. But let uh, okay. Everybody says it four times before we go to where the body electric, and then yep. the fucking kids g- gives his dad a sex robot magazine. What the fuck was that thing? And then he puts on the biggest pair of fucking glasses I've ever yeah. seen in my life. He just <laughs> hold on. Let me read this. Let me get my briefcase. Clowns are envious. <laughs> like, I know. These things are fucking huge. Yeah. Um, I go. I went. Wow. I think I had to re-record one of the things because when you put the glasses on, I literally went. Wow, they're huge. These things were gigantic, black-framed, like. Oh, mon- oh, good God! The glasses. His his reading glasses are just. They're they're gold. Is what they are. Pure, pure TV comedy gold. Yeah, yep. and then Rod's reading this creepy sex 
Robot Magazine 2 for his intro. The the beginning was just a Mary Poppins movie, was it not? Like the the whoever made or wrote, wrote Mary Poppins is watching this going, yeah, that's what I'll do. This woman Nedra, I, I'm I'm assuming she's family somehow. It's their aunt, so it's his sister, or the wife's sister who's dead. Pro- I'm I'm going to guess the wife's sister because she talked to him like. She didn't talk to him in a in a in a sister brotherly fashion. Yeah. She talked to him like authorita authoritatively fashion. That's not even a word. But <laughs> my point being is she didn't talk. She she talked like she was she was she she was family, but through marriage. <laughs> yeah, she's a judgmental fucking asshole. Oh my god, dude! How how does she go? She flips total 180 from you three are pieces of shit to you poor darlings. <laughs> you poor, poor, sad darlings. And like, we're fine, actually. I'm fairly happy. I enjoy my life. <laughs> you know, you know mom's sister is bipolar. <laughs> yeah. It, she's fucking insane. She's like Munchausen or something. I don't know what the fuck's going on with her. Isn't Munchausen the whole... Um, you're kidnapped, and then... No, that's Stockholm Syndrome. Uh, what, what's Munchausen? Um, it, I guess it would be Munchausen by proxy, because that's when you like tell your kids that they're sick. What? Munchausen's when you, like, you pretend to be sick so you get sympathy. I think Munchausen by proxy is when you do it to your kids so that people sympathize. Oh, like, like, um, like, like, like that lady who kept killing her kids when they became like three-year-olds because people don't care about... People people care when you have a kid, but they don't care when you have a three year old. You become a burden <laughs> by that point, yeah, you know. So. so she kept killing them and then having a new kid, and then she kept like because she like the attention. There is a a dog fight club going on outside right now. <laughs> Are those dogs outside still freaking out next to you? Oh, I can't hear anything. Oh, now I can. Wow. Do they leave them outside all day, every day? Yep. In the fucking desert? Yep. Anyway. Uh, in the valley of, I, I don't of know. hell. I, I, <laughs> I don't know they call it the valley of the sun. They should call it the valley of hell. Jesus Christ. What, they throw one bone out there? Are they yappity yippity dogs? Well, you hear them. They're, they're right outside my window here. Good fucking God. All I do is hold the mic out to the window. It Jesus. is. Are they the chihuahuas or something? One of them is, but he's the quiet one, surprisingly. Yeah, that's weird. Okay, well, at least the one dog is, 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 is pretty much bred for the climate. But what's the other one? I don't a know. Lap? I don't know. No, they're tiny, teeny tiny little lap dogs. I mean, your dogs have way too much hair to be in the desert, but at least you keep them inside. Yeah. Um. The the Chihuahua is my favorite one. He's got three legs. He's got four, but one of them's like this thing where it's I don't know what happened to him, but it's it doesn't work. So he hops around on three legs. It's fucking uh-huh. chill too. Are are they not taking their care of their dogs? They are. are no, are, it's, are they, it's not. Are it's they not bad? Horrible people. No. Because I'm about to call a fucking SPCA on your neighbors. It's not my neighbors. Well, how, what do you mean they're not your neighbors? You just you just lifted up a fucking mic. And you, 
your neighbors mean they live next we'll to you. We'll talk about it later, Frank. We'll talk okay. about it later. <laughs> oh, landlords. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway. Hi, Mr. Landlord who listens. The walls have lots of ears. We have to be quiet. Uh, no, I really don't mind it now. They were annoying at first, but they've chilled. Uh, that was I, I never heard them have like a fucking uh, gangbang or fight club outside before. That was interesting. It's when they throw one bone out there. <laughs> Fend for yourselves. <clears throat> anyway, oh. the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I sing the bioelectric. I sing the bioelectric. I sing the bioelectric. You know, brought to you by Facsimile Company. Like, I sing the bioelectric isn't insane enough. Uh, the, 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 you know, the company. I, I sing the body electric. Shouldn't that be the company name? I don't understand. I sing the bioelectric brought to you by Facsimile. I don't know. What? I think it's too clunky of a title for their company name, I guess. I don't know. It's, it's a Walt Whitman fucking poem. Oh, I know. Because he says it four fucking times. He does. He really does. You have blue eyes. These oh. eyes here. No, these. Uh, we didn't here even we get him there yet. That Facsimile Limited can do everything that it claims that it can. This way, please. Yes. Eyes. Soft brown. Vivid blue. Any color you choose. Brown, blue, and hazel. Hair. White, gray, red, brown. Aren't they beautiful? Creepiest salesman. All sizes, all shapes. What's up with the fucking music? God. Or sturdy. Oh, this is heavy editing right here, by the way. Short or tall? This can't be... Oh, no. These are just the bits and pieces. Just the eyes, the lips, the limbs from which you will choose the elements which will become your... Uh... Grandmother? You mean we get to pick out the color of eyes she'll have? And how tall? Exactly. You will pick them up. Why? And put them down this chute. Sounds like they're in a spaceship. The fucking sound effects. Well, that was my cue to start recording because every time he did that, he would start talking because yeah. it was a long scene, by the way. Yeah, it's cool looking. I mean, it's really simple, but it's effective. Very dark, and then he'd hit this one big block with it, one button on holding, it. Yeah. And it, you, you, that sound would, would come up, and it would light up a display. Yeah. And you talk about and then he walk up. A display of fucking eyeballs, loose eyeballs. Which was just creepy as fuck. I'm the, sorry. The whole fucking thing is the, the creepy salesman when he want they walk in, he's like, Welcome. Yes. The front was, door was creepy. Yeah. How's he how's it just go black? It, There's no door. It just black. Yeah, because it's a fucking what? spaceship, that's why. It's a fucking spaceship fronting as a store. And it's really? Having, really, having children pick up body parts is super fucking creepy, by the way. Yeah, honestly. like I'm like, dude, I couldn't believe they didn't go far enough with the hair to have a head attached to the hair. Yeah. I was surprised. I was, they had uh, arms sticking out of the fucking wall. Yeah, again, this loose body parts. It's like a fucking serial killer's, like, uh, did an art, art gala. It's fucking disturbing. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, look... It worked. It did. Yeah. I liked it. It was. It was. It was artistic. It was. 
It was weird. It was different. I liked it. It, it was, he was weird. Great casting of him. Cause yeah. he was a fucking weird looking dude and he talked weird and everything. I dare say it was the only scene in the episode I liked. Really? Yeah. It, it got even better. And by the way, um, this dad's doing a terrible job of making his kids uh, intelligent. They are dumb as a brick. The kid only fucking cares about his Aggies. His fucking, I want her eyes to look like marbles that I throw. Fucking. He mentions it five times. Oh, good God. I was disappointed that the, uh, the salesman wasn't the same salesman from the trade-ins episode. That would have been a cool tie-in. What happened? Uh, oh, the old right. couple comes in for the new body. That would be cool because it's very similar, uh, you know, buying bodies and things. Yeah, but at least they, you know, the trade-ins was more like, you know, there was people, you know. and Yeah, okay, this could have been how he got to start. First you start selling the loose body parts, and then you start going in for the new bodies. Well, these are robots. Robots. Yeah. This would have been cool. I guess, but that's you're doing two thing, two of the same things. This is at least different and unique. I mean, the title itself is just out there. I sing the body electric. Yeah, let's, and, let's listen the way, to the voices. This is, this is the one and only Ray Bradbury um, episode that he's yep. ever penned. But he sued Rod for five others. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, Rod l- gave him the opportunity to do this episode. Uh, almost like, will you please stop suing me? Um I'm not stealing your shit. I, e- just because I constantly say that I admire you as a writer does not mean I steal your shit. And I have to agree with Rod because I've never, I cannot find anything the same that Rod has ever written that's even close to this episode. <laughs> not even, not a one. So Ray Bradbury congratulations you 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 won yourself onto one episode of probably the worst season out of five that the tz has ever done congratulations and and rod was very keen to put you after probably the number one biggest clunker of the fucking series you know after that fancy him fancy mom titty sucking one that we yeah. just did and then ray went on went on to do uh ray bradbury theater i think it's called which is a an anthology series sounds similar hmm he did it afterwards though did he yeah interesting i, I wonder if rod had a problem with that hmm Can't probably imagine. not probably not no, I think the Ray Bradbury and Rod Serling thing goes deep, 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 and far, far, far. Over the fence. You could probably do a whole fucking episode on it. Of how many times Bradbury fucking claimed Rod stole his shit. There is a very interesting, um, uh, uh, you know, after, you know, Rod's success and all, he, he, he would go around to colleges, you know. And, and talk to college. He was he was really really big into um, you know um, colleges and uh, he donated a lot of money to to you know back then there was such a thing called free colleges like colleges were free 
you know, there were some colleges that were just completely free. You know, as long as you met a criteria, you could go there for free. I mean, fuck, fucking, uh, what's the most famous one ever in, in L.A.? Uh, that was free for a long time. Um, uh, fucking Berkeley. Yeah. Berkeley College was free for till like the mid 70s, you know, and Rod, you know, gave them a lot of money, you know, and I think it was at, um, yeah, the one that I heard he would, I mean, he knew the students by name, by first name on a first name basis. He would go there four or five times a, you know, a semester and just talk with them, you know, about writing and everything. And the biggest thing that they would, um, uh, bring up is how do you deal with all the other writers out there that claim plagiarism, right? And and how Rod explained it, he said, okay, take this one episode, and I, I don't exactly remember the episode that he picked, but then he started asking them, now now create this at this scenario. Now create the end. Why would you do this instead of that, that instead of this? So how could I plagiarize something when it's such a basic story arc and you know and the ending is the only ending that makes any sense anyway and the way he put would put it like fuck i could have i could have sued rod for plagiarism if i wanted to and ray bad ray ray bradbury pretty much sued himself right onto tz with this episode sue your way to the top it's great rod was rod literally is like look if I let you, you know, do this, and will you please stop? I'm, I'm tired of going to court and winning against you. <laughs> it's kind of getting sad at this point. I'm the, uh, the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, kind of Bradbury hit. never won a single plagiarism case against Rod. You know, Rod won every single one. And I think the last time Rod was just like, do you just want to be on the ep- Just please just do an episode and stop suing <laughs> great farewell present i know but I, I like this episode i really did so then all of a sudden okay so they so then they pick their body parts right yep throw and them they down a fucking garbage chute <laughs> and like i i just imagine all these chinese women in the in the basement <laughs> having all these body parts just fall into a big part and then one pushes it over and then they just <laughs> and the guys down there like blaring propaganda over a loudspeaker and whipping them it's <laughs> <laughs> like there, it's just like a smoky haze all the yeah. time from a smoke machine. Yeah, there's down there like there's a card game, like a really like a in the corner Russian, Russian roulette card game. It's fucking card murky game. as fuck down there. It's like dark yeah. shit happening. They're selling it's women, fun. like full women. The fucking deer hunter scene is going on. Yeah. Ow! 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 Just do it, Mickey. Guys do throwing it. money. Show, show this motherfucker. Do it, Mickey. Guys throwing, holding money up, and someone grabs it, but they never write it down. I never know how the fuck they keep track of it. I don't know either. Like, oh, da, 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 50, 50, 100, 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone call a dentist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this, this place is shady as shit. I, I do want to talk more about the, uh, the, the creepy fucking guy that runs this place. Uh, well, Segue. Rod Serling, creator of the Twilight Zone, 
We'll tell you about next week's story after this word from our alternate sponsor. Come on down and sing the body electric. Come bring your children. Pick out body parts. There's nothing creepy about that at all. Which eyes do you want? Pick out the eyes you want. And grab the hair right off the mannequin and throw it down the chute. Pick out your body. What do you want your body to look like? Come on down. Sing the body electric. Come on. And that's why my voice is shot today. (laughs) (laughs) That was one of those ones I just hit record and did it in one take. And that's exactly (laughs) what I got. (laughs) I can't breathe. (laughs) (sighs) That was a fun one to do. I I was like, I have nothing to work with. I'll just fucking riff. Fuck it. The only gold mine, like I said, that's the only scene I like. It was the only like gold mine for inter- entertainment in it. <laughs> Frank's dying. Holy shit! Welcome back, uh, Frank. <laughs> did you do that whole thing with your teeth clenched? <laughs> I, I, I don't know what I was doing. I, I did it so in that that amount of time is how long it took me to do it. So I don't know what I did. <laughs> Like, come on, do it. Come on down. I did it with like my neck, neck tense. You know, you get those oh, little God. poppers here, those tendons in your neck pop out. Come on down. <laughs> I can't do it. My voice. It, it, after I was, I had to cough for like five minutes. Move on, move on. I'm crying. <laughs> okay. okay uh, the kids are on the yard playing, and then the grandma slowly, slowly, slowly walks up to him. And they proceed to fly a fucking kite to the moon. Through her finger. Yep, through her fucking finger. Because all robots have 300 feet of strength. (laughs) Well, it's endless. They they can do fucking magic because she looks at the little boy, holds out her hand, and marbles appear. I'm like, how the fuck does a robot do that? A robot is magic? What the fuck are they doing at this factory? She's also a tape recorder, and she can only talk through her hands. It's fucking insane. She has speakers in her palms. It, why? What, can you imagine living with this fucking lady? Every bad thing you say, she would bring up later and go hold it up to your face and just talk through her fucking hands. And you'd be like, oh, I did say that shitty thing. That's great. Thank you. You're like having the fucking FBI all around me all the time. Thank you. I, I did do something. Wait, wait. I did do um, one, one thing. You know, um, remember the voices part? Oh, yeah. When they're, the goalie locks in the voice. Yeah, oh, well, there was one. That I really like this one. Name, Walt Whitman. Too low. I sing the body electric. Hi, guys. <laughs> that was one that they, they could have picked. Yeah, it was like goofy. That was weird. Thank you. I don't remember that one and from the episode. But it's, uh, huh. Well, you know, you know, you're fucking goddamn... <laughs> Commercial overshadowed that. <laughs> <laughs> I sing the body electric. <laughs> God, that's too high. <laughs> I sing the body electric. That's too menacing. This is terrifying. This children picking out fucking eyeballs that go in someone's fucking head. It's fucking weird. How can you get any? Like you can't top the weirdness of this episode. Um. She picks up the long hair. Did the did the robot have long hair? No, it was in the hat. 
The hat was like it was it was like a shrunken down uh, Vietnamese hat, but black. You know, the pointy thing, like Raiden. <laughs> the rice patty but, hat. Yeah, yeah, it was a rice patty hat, but very. It was so. Oh. Bless you. It was so no. just. It, her hat was nuts looking. I know you're thinking I'm not a robot, but I'll prove it. Wind me up. A giant key. Where a they key. stick it, I don't want to know. <laughs> uh. You don't wind robots up. They run electricity. <laughs> Long stare. Long stare. <laughs> and, and a very weird just <laughs> You do want proof, though, don't you? Ending, <laughs> Ending last sequence. Awkward. She and I is like fees. Oh, she only had long hair. She's holding her hands to their faces to play their voices. By the way, she's she's replaying what they said before she was even made. The factory has a recording in it, apparently. They're, they got that place fucking mic'd up. Again, the FBI is involved here. Uh, yeah, and did the kids pay for the Rubik? Because he went out running after Anne, because this bitch just keeps you know, getting mad at her mom for dying. Which is she it's, left it's, her, Frank. Yeah, she promised that she wouldn't die, but she's a liar. She ran. She she left us. She ran away and died. Can you imagine being through puberty around this fucking robot? Because if he, she walks in and you masturbating once, she will not forget it. She'll keep replaying it for you. She could probably play videos. And and, and other than she has she hasn't she has she is like unempathetic. She's the most unempathetic robot I've ever seen. That's effective. She is the most effective, unempathetic robot ever. She could have explained to the daughter that she didn't leave her, that she actually died, and she wishes she could be there, which would be the humane thing to say. Like, your mom didn't leave. She had no choice in this. She would definitely be here if she could. That's what I would say. And I'm a fucking robot, emotionally. Yeah. Instead, what does she do? I don't even remember. That sucks, kid. She keeps telling her... She died, right? No, she left me. No, no. She died. She didn't leave you. She became dirt and worm food. That's fine. It's fine, bitch. It's fine. Cremated. Cremated. Someone put her in a big pine box, and then they burned her with thousands (laughs) of degrees worth of heat, and now she's cigarette ash that Rod left in a fucking tin cup. And that's what your fucking mom is. Or she's a hole in, in a hole in the ground, and little wormies are squirming into her eyeballs. Those are the first thing to go. Oh, man. Speaking, you know how you picked up my eyes? Those worms picked out her eyes. Oh, it's disgusting what's happening to your mom. She's getting violated in, in new holes. They're creating new holes to violate her with. This is, how, this is what the robot said, by the way. Quote. That's a quote. Yep. Yep. Yeah, she goes, wait, wait. Um... Uh, yeah, uh, she does have a really creepy line. Get away. You're just old junk. And why do you hate me? Why? Because you're like her. Your mother. I hate her. Why do you hate her, Anne? Sounds like Marcus. Because? Because she lied. She said she loved me. Don't you remember? Same girl, by the way. Ran away? It is the same girl. She left me. It is Marky. You mean she died? 
No, it is. You mean she died? See? Yes. She goddamn died. But she let herself die. She shouldn't have done that to me. She shouldn't. She left me. She left me. That's not narcissistic at all. <laughs> she lied. She died and left me. And gets hit by a van. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. It just kept on going. And then the, t- the T-1000 robot. It's like... Blink, blink. You're just old junk. Old junk. Get away. Get away. <clears throat> old junk. Old junk. That's my voice. That's creepy. Your voice, Sam. Fucking music. Grandma! Grandma, you're alive! Alive. Car. Nothing can hurt me. Nothing can hurt me. Like Mother? In this way, no. You can't run away? I can't. I won't. You'll never die? Never. Oh, Grandma. You were doing so good. Don't you Died remember? too when you were young. Sounds just fucking like her. How'd you know that? Did you ever forgive her for running away like that and never coming back? No, I never did. Anne? Now she'll be all right. She had nowhere to turn. She was afraid that Aunt Nedra and everybody would run away and leave her alone. Everyone except you. That's my job. We'll go home and finish our lunch. Okay. Um, yep. How does this know so much about not only his past? Aunt, yeah, but hit, but but Tate's past. I don't know. I, I like, and he, she goes, "You never forgave her from running away either, did you?" He goes, "No." You didn't do it. What? Even in you, your fifties? Yeah. I mean, even yeah. It. I mean, you just turned seventy-eight, and you're still mad at your mother for for dying on you. Yeah, you're supposed to. You're supposed to go to her home, and then wish her back to life, and wish you back to twelve years old. That's what you're supposed to do. That's how normal mother-son relationships go. Yeah. He's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. I mean, I go to therapy for a reason, and not, it's not because of this, but it, it like it just makes me mad. Like the <laughs> the narcissism of this fucking family is insane. The low IQ and narcissism is fucking rampant. It's run rampant. Well, maybe uh, Aunt uh, Nedra was right. Oh fuck. That was that was the one thing. Um, when she comes up, um, and they name her Grandma, right? She goes, "I can be any name you want me to be." Well, you know, and then she rambles off these three insane names I have never heard in my life. I don't know. I don't. We're good. <laughs> Had a little hiccup there. I was gonna say like you're just. You were frozen for a while, so I'm like, 
Sweet. So were you. Yeah. I was like, oh no, I've had Comcast come here. I have a new modem. This is this should not be <laughs> happening again. No, we've been doing you've been doing so well, don't you remember? <laughs> Our podcast has been doing so well. Don't you remember Comcast? Don't you remember how to provide genuine service at a reasonable price? You were doing so well. <laughs> I've gotten a hundred dollars off my bill and free Netflix for life, don't you remember? <laughs> don't you Fuck remember? It. Do you remember? Remember, don't worry, worry. Uh, <laughs> anyway. I can feel it come. Play the fucking anyway. clip. Yeah, um, fuck it. Are you yeah, playing the one with the names? Hey, Aggies. Hmm? Brown Aggies. I can win any game of marbles with those. You must be Tom. The color matters. And that's Anne, of course. Don't you remember? Who are you? Give me any name. Melissa, Lavinia, Novina. What would you like? Grandma. What would you like? Name. Melissa, Lavinia, Novina. Yeah. Who are you? Give me any name. Melissa, Lavinia, Novina. Novina? Novina. They gotta be Walt Whitman names. They have to be. Lisa, Lavinia, Nagwina. Yeah, no, no. Uh, I have never, yeah. Lavagitarius? It's, it's not even <laughs> Melissa. It's, it's close to Melissa, but it's not. She, it's swam, like, she swam out in the ocean past the black names. Now she's like <laughs> Laquanda. <laughs> like, she's, she's in that zone. She's actually gone past. She's in witch territory. <laughs> Black magic witch. <laughs> God. Yep, yep. And uh, it's so funny that it's Tate. Okay. Um, yeah, so. And then, yeah, she gets hit by the van. She's fine. Because her, 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 it, it's, it reminded me a lot of, you know, and that's when I started naming her the T-1000 grandma. Because she got, because the way she comes back to the life, like her. Her fingers like go like this, and then her eyes open, and she gets up. Oh, I called her. Uh, I, I said, my note says, "Robot hit by or robot hit by car wakes up like Michael Myers." <laughs> the way he gets up. Yeah, it reminded it reminded me of the T one thousand, and it reminded me of um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. After he got ran over. <laughs> Did you get her creepy line where she's talking to uh, Larry Tate? And she's like, I'll get to Anne. You don't get to her uh, th- through whatever. But she, I don't remember what she says exactly. But the, her exact quote is, this is not something I want to hear from a robot. She's like, it's the heart I have to enter. A child's heart. I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, it, You're going to uh, fucking I, I, kill I don't, a child. But I do have, for some odd reason, Rod's mid-tro. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Full electric grandmother moved into the lives of children and father. She became integral and important. She became of the essence. As of this moment, they would never see lightning, never hear poetry read, never listen to foreign tongues without thinking of her. Everything they would ever see, hear, taste, feel, remind them of her. She was all life, and all life was wondrous, quick, electrical. Everything they'd feel? Everything they'd feel? Everything? 
Uh, yeah, because apparently the father is incapable of raising them even a little bit. <laughs> they don't say what he does, but it seems like what he does doesn't involve raising children. Or being home at all, apparently. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> well, he's an actor. Yeah. <laughs> Better show. <laughs> yeah. Well, not yet. This is his, uh, his audition here for, for that. I don't know how he got the role from this episode. <laughs> I don't know. I, I really don't. It's Half good. the fucking cast of that show is in this this show. Yeah, I mean, um, and, and literally the 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 little Marky girl that is Anne. That's the same actress. It's not girl. It's yes, so, it is. It's not even close. It it dude, look at IMDb. It. Okay, uh, Anne, Veronica Cartwright, uh, Marky, Terry Burnham. It's not. They're picture. They're not even similar looking. They have a similar voice. What the other one is then. No, the the younger one I agree looks like her. The middle child that they barely gets any dialogue. Karen, but it's not her. Fuck. No, it, it looks just fucking like her, and she sounds like her. It's fucking like you put those two together. You got fuck. You got yourself some fucking Marky, my friend. But I, it's not dude, her. I could have sworn it was the same bitch. <clears throat> nope. Damn it. It's Maybe insane. I should research this shit and not, <laughs> and not just go off of my, 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 my thoughts. Well, it did take me uh, 13 seconds to look it up. I don't have that kind of time. Yeah, clearly. You're a very busy man. I am. You talked about playing yeah. Forza for how long? Huh? Oh, yeah. My next no. note is there's nothing in this episode. Or actually, <laughs> says that there's fucking the nothing. I don't know why Rod did this midro. Because literally, there's one more scene after this. Yeah, and then Anne runs out. out. The ma- the grandma chases after her with like robot arms. That's how you show she's a robot. And then the she shoves Marky out of the way, so she I'm just gonna call her that. So she doesn't get hit by the car. And then Grandma gets ran over by the uh, truck. Not ran bit, over by the van. <laughs> yeah, a little bit different. And then the guy gets out, and he's like, "Oh God." Uh, he doesn't say a word. No, I have this expression on his face. It's an audio show, Frank. Um, I know. I was fucking with you. Uh, the, well, I wasn't recording, but you didn't say Yeah, and then the uh, grandma got up, like the two and thousand Michael Myers, and then they have that little powwow there. Like, I'll never die. I will never. This is creepy again to hear from a fucking robot. And then, yeah, she talks through her hands to the fucking kid. And then she immediately doesn't learn like a robot should because she's like, well, I just shoved you out of the road from getting hit by a car. Come on, children, let's run home. The first, last one home is an old Grammy or something like that. And then they proceed to run immediately through the road. And I was like, did you fucking learn nothing? It an just happened. Yeah. And would you see a car right in front of them, too? Yeah, yeah. Uh, same square as, uh, you know, um, everything else, you know, you know, the first episode. You know, where is everybody? Yeah. It was so obvious. <laughs> yeah, it's it's on a thousand episodes. It really is. I mean, Impact the Future Square. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say uh, the yeah the the scene that you mentioned after Rod's little pre or mid amble. I don't know what you call that. Uh, the kid, Mid-tru- yeah, the kids come down and they're all grown up, and then the, the robot's like, "Well, I'm gonna go back to the factory and be disassembled and gutted like your fucking mom was, eaten alive and taken apart by some sweaty people that were shipped over in a fucking shipping container." In the basement of this fucking creepy eyeball factory, and then she she's like, "Oh, do we have to tear you apart?" 
None of this is in my notes, by the way. Um, and, and she's like, yeah, I got I to go. You guys are all grown up. You're all going to college. I'm like, they're all going to college at the same fucking time, despite being years apart in age. Did either some of them waited or some of them are going fucking early? What's going on here with this family? Well, I mean, one's going for his master's. The other one's going <laughs> for their bachelor. And the other one's just starting. I did. Did you notice that in the moment? I'm like, they're all going at I would, once. I thought, what? what? They're all going to college. All of them at the same damn time. Anne is older by like three or four years. <laughs> I mean, they did a good job in casting, I guess, because they, they all you could tell which one was who. Growing up. Speaking of research, you know who died? I looked it up. The actress that plays the original, the younger Anne, is still alive, I think. I think it's what it said. But the actress that played the older version, dead. Died a long time ago. And I was like, oh, Jesus, that's so weird. And she's only five years older. The actresses. Oh shit! Really? Yeah. We should we should try to get her on the podcast. I mean, if she probably will know how to use Skype though. We could figure it out. Wouldn't that be interesting to interview someone from the cast? Because they 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 have to be elderly, which is weird. That's what I mean. Like they, you know, we we would have to call the old nursing home and see if they're you know coherent. <laughs> uh, I, I bet Ron Howard would do it. Who? Ron Howard. Oh, right. right, right. Uh, or his uh, similar-looking counterpart. Uh, we can get Bill uh, Bill Mooney on. Oh shit, dude! If if you contact Bill Mooney, he will do anything. He is he is all about talking about the TZ, dude. I think I can get him on for a ham sandwich. Honestly, like he he's not he's he is available. He's on Twitter. You can DM him right now, and he'll be like, "Yo, what up?" <laughs> Yeah, you want to talk about the TZ? Yeah, oh, that was me. That was me. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm the devil kid. Here's the thing yeah. about Rod. Okay, you gotta, and just keeps going and going and going and going. Dude, literally, if if you just if you just Google Bill Mooney interviews, there's a thousand. <laughs> and he has this distant stare. Still, it hasn't well, left him. Yeah, because because he's 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 talked about him as a young kid so much that he's pretty much stayed there yeah let's do it fuck it dude we gotta yeah we gotta do it we gotta go for it um, I'm, I'm gonna go for bill Mooney. I'm, I'm we're gonna have bill Mooney on this goddamn uh show uh yeah so um this is the last scene right like you were talking about the cool college thing and 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 her dream she's she's got a dream yeah no no now do me a favor would you oh wait a minute go I on didn't... upstairs Oh, I've never been one. We're going to miss you, Grandma. And I, you. More than tongue can tell. Why do you have to leave? You're going off to college now. You won't need me. That's the way it should be. I'm not the world. The world's out there and it needs you. What's going to happen to you now, Grandma? Ah. Murdered. Back to... Die. I sing the body electric. Can be sent out to help raise another family like yourselves, or perhaps I'll be taken apart, redistributed. They won't destroy Oh, no, darling. Your father did that. My mind. My soul, you might say. We'll go for a while into a room of voices. A room of voices? A great dim room where the minds and souls of all the other mechanical grandmothers are brought and stored for a month or a year. And in that room, we'll talk to each other. 
and we'll tell what we learned from the world and from the families we live with. And I'll tell what I learned from Anne and Karen and Tom. But you taught us. Put a kiss or a lighter? Really think I learned yes. nothing from you in return? She's blazing before she goes. Everything you ever <laughs> said or did. Everything you ever laughed or cried about. Or masturbated to. Share with the other machines in the room of voices. And someday... Someday what, Grandma? For a reasonable creature, I have an unreasonable dream. Someday I won't be interrupted, asshole. After 300 years, if I'm very wise and very good, perhaps I'll gain the greatest gift of all. Life. No, you won't. Oh. Ma, you don't have to wait. You've always been alive to us. This should be horribly traumatic then. <laughs> yeah, just imagine she's alive to you and she's like, I'm going to go be gutted for parts, scrap like an old fucking, fucking Toyota. <laughs> like, I would have been like, wait a minute, you're going to go into a room with a bunch of other people and for 300 years you're going to tell them about my entire life? Can you not? About how I cry to everything because I'm a little bitch? Exactly. Like I, All my daddy know. issues, which I undoubtedly have, and my dad is 100% dead. They don't show him in the scene. That fucking guy's dead. Oh, yeah, dude. Of old age. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, didn't get hit by a car, didn't get cancer, old age. <laughs> Just, you know, died peacefully in his sleep at the age of 90. It's weird. Later. It's so weird because he looks elderly, only 46. He died in 1990 at, like, age 76 or something like that. Wow, 77. Tate, Tate had a good life. Yeah. He just looked old, but he wasn't. It's weird. Yeah, like... Exactly. Same age as the actor in the last episode. It's so odd. And they, they both looked old. Well, at least he wasn't... Well, actually, I mean, did they even give him an age in this? Uh-uh. At least they didn't make him... Nada. Say he was 34. Yeah. Larry Tate, age 27. <laughs> Come on. Bullshit. Come on. <laughs> Fucking Twilight Zone and they're feeding their actors' egos. I don't get it. My last note of the episode Never has less happened in an episode I know dude Like they did a montage With Rod Doing a mid-tro Through it <laughs> yeah. and was, She was reading a book yeah. That's the only thing I can remember her doing With them was reading to them Let's list off things that could have been interesting that they could have done with this, which they should have done. Um, maybe have the aunt come back and be like, fuck this lady, and then realize she's not a sack of shit. Maybe have something like that where it ties in with the rest of the story. Maybe show them relating to her later uh, throughout the years. Give Tate another scene. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say that. That was the next thing I was going to say. Ha Did he try to flirt with her? I don't know. She'll record it and show it to the children, so you got to be careful. I mean, she's a robot. You own her. I mean, you can pretty much strip her down naked and see if there's something you can... Yeah, she's anatomically correct. Exactly. At least hope, hope so. If not, go, go get another one. Or, or, you know, send her in for an upgrade. I'm almost surprised they didn't have the reveal that Anne ended up being a robot as well. That's why she hated her so much, but she didn't know it. But they well, did that in the one episode, that fucking terrible episode. That's because Rod didn't write this. Yeah. If Rod wrote this, one of the children would have been also a robot. 
You know, he did that already, too. Yeah. What was the fucking well, name of that episode? Oh, yeah. Let's not put it past Rod to recycle anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But never does that. could have had something interesting happen, but just nothing happens. Nothing happens. Not a, not a, not a finger. It's not a terrible episode, but it's like not an episode. It's have it's like a third of an episode. It's the beginning of a decent episode, but then it just ends. It's like some of it fell off. And they're like, oh, shit, that's all we got. Oh, it's perfect length. Okay, call it an episode. Yeah, apparently they had a lot of problems with this episode of production. Like, they could not get anything right. Like, they had, like, Tate had to come back, like, three different times. Do you and know, do do you know that different... Tate was the uh, same actor that played Marky? I knew that. I knew it. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I thought so. I mean, I was, I would have IMDb'd it, but I already thought it, so it was true. Don't you remember when you were Dick Sargent? Now you're Dick York. Don't you remember? Very weird. Might have been the other way around. Yeah, Wayne's yeah, World. Was. I don't know. Wayne's World fucked that up for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dick York. Dick Sergeant. Sergeant York. Wait a minute. Sergeant Pepper. <clears throat> zing, zing. Anyway. Uh, outro? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing else to. Yeah, there's there's literally nothing else to talk about. We've this been is the end 50, of the episode. You're done. Fifty three minutes. Good God, we've been talking about this for fifty three minutes. Outro. Yeah. A fable, most assuredly. But who's to say, at some distant moment, there might be an assembly line producing a gentle product in the form of a grandmother. Me. Stock and trade is love. Fable, sure. Sex, Robert, but sure. Sex. Lazy fucking noncommittal outro. Rod put as little effort yeah. in episode as humanly freaking possible. You know what's funny? I was going to say the beginning, the music of that, if you could play it again, it sounds like they're going to cut to a court case. I'll play that, the beginning music, one more time. A fable, most assuredly. It sounded like it was going to cut to like. I don't know. Just the beginning reminds me of like a trial, which explains why he he played that music because he's like, I'm sick of going to court. You you know who directed this? The same director as Shadowplay. William, yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, he did, like, and by the way, same director as Shadowplay and Time at the Last. It does explain why the uh, eyeball factory shop was so specifically stylized because it, it does remind me of the stylized scenes in uh, the courtroom yeah yeah where like the, the walls the lighting. go like forever you yeah know? there's no yeah it's all like kind of a stage play like a black curtain he had nothing to work with he's like what do i what am i supposed to do with this what am i supposed to do with this he had such a pro dude he <laughs> yeah like there was a lot of there was there was a lot of problems with this episode like a lot of problems yeah, I have some problems too. But I mean, Buck Allen had a lot of problems. Rod had just, was just like, I don't care. I, I don't care. It's Brad. You know, call Bradbury. It's his fucking problem. It's his goddamn story. You know, the, he. You know, he kept suing me for this. This is what he wanted. <laughs> this is what he got. You want to play that PSA you uh, teased? Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, first next week, and then I'll I'll, I'll do that. Okay.
And now, Mr. Serling. Next week on The Twilight Zone, two incredibly talented people join forces to show us what happens when an accident-prone, discombobulated lady with six thumbs and two left feet meets a hapless guardian angel who knows more about martinis than miracles. Miss Carol Burnett and Mr. Jesse White. They're the chief ingredients to a very funny stew. Next week... Oh, God. Oh, no. I'm not a big Carol Burnett fan. I like Carol Burnett, but I don't like when Rod says it's funny. Very, what do you say, combooberated? She's, uh, she's had her boobs removed, apparently. Discombobulated. It's not discombobulated, it's discombobulated. To flower spiritually and intellectually, we need more and better college facilities. Help the college of your choice. Uh, how? <laughs> what? I don't know. Do I write to New York, New York? Figure it out yourself. <laughs> Go help them. They'll tell I you mean, what to do. If you want to help college, then go to the college and help them. If you want to help them so bad, you'll figure it out. Exactly. All right. Uh, plugs? Yeah, double LNKZ on Twitter and uh, reddragonsradio.com. Uh, LIWTZ review on Twitter as well. Yeah, right. I'm going to go with uh, liwstudios.com, uh, youtube.com slash Lori Turing in Wonderland, uh, Lori Turing in Wonderland at gmail.com, patreon.com slash Lori Turing in Wonderland Studios. And as always, we want to thank our uh, uh, gracious, sexy, um, discombobulated uh, patron, the Indie Sports, Par- Sports Car Podcast. Excuse me. I'm staring at Frank's I chest. That's right. Um, yeah, let's get out of here. Until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West Choir. I am Frank Clementine Links. Squeeze, squeeze. Ooh. Oh, shit. Don't you remember when you were discombobulated? <laughs> Sorry not to laugh through that. <laughs> uh. you pick out your eyeballs. Don't you remember when the, when the TV had really good episodes? Don't you, Don't you remember? remember? It's going to be a while before you remember. Next till season five. <laughs> Hopefully, we don't lose our entire audience by then. Sing the body electric. Come bring your children. Pick out body parts. There's nothing creepy about that at all. Which eyes do you want? Pick out the eyes you want and grab the hair right off the mannequin and throw it down the chute. Pick out your body. What do you want your body to look like? Come on down. Sing the body electric. Come on. <laughs> And with that, we we better do.